Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue on another smoky treat session. It's the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast with my guys, Eric Calvino and Ivan Ocampo. What's happening? Merely Jim Rodriguez. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Jimmy? What's up, Jim? Everybody good? Everybody where, happy? Where are we going with the horse? I don't know. Why are we doing that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can talk very... Hoy en el show. Oh. El programa. Whoa. You know, I do... You know, that's like a Spanish uh, it, novela guy. This is Rolfo. No puedo creer que fuiste tú. Pom, pom, pom. Oh, man. Right? Sexy. I was actually... Sexy. I, was, I, was doing a, I was doing a sports betting show the other day. And the Go figure. The, the, fem- the, the female <laughs> co you, right? the female co-host was like, oh, J Rod, you you're 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 Spanish. You, why don't you tell us how to say this guy's name, you know, properly? Is she ninety? <laughs> I, I said, sure, Betty, and your blue hair. And I said, sure. His name is Domingo Herman. Oh, La Voz que Embaraza. Yes, oh, indeed. God. All right. All right. So well, but anyway, we anyway, we're back at it. We, uh, we, we have reached cruising altitude here on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast, Happier Along, and we've got a great, great show, an unbelievable smoky treat in oh, my yeah. hand. I've already lit it, and I'm already in love with this thing. Nice. And, it is a fantastic smoke. And it touches the soul oh. of the cigar smoker. Look at that. All right? The We're going to... And this coincides with our share of smoke with Eric Espinosa Jr. That's correct. We're going to have some tequila today. Repo. Dios mío. Yep. Good, good thing I've already got a mattress tied around my waist. That's it. I've got and a helmet. throwing stuff. I've got <laughs> a helmet, and I'm ready to go. But right. first, Jasper, que voila. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, my man, you know what I saw the other day? Netflix is making a biography, 
or an autobiography on movie Chente? on Vicente Fernandez. <laughs> oh, Get out of no. here! Not not Jasper's horse, not Jasper's Chente, but Chente. the real okay. He's the Mexican Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he is. Long deserved. That's badass, right? That's going to be wild. Of course, they're going to. There's some politically, you know, incorrect stuff that oh, is Chente in there. Chente. Was a man of the people. Let's put it. All right. Well, he's a man of the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the women people. Yeah, the people who are female. But back to what we're here for: the smoky treat session on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast, and this cigar that we've got in our hand, Caballeros Que Fuman. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the Espinosa Las Seis Provincias CMW. So CMW. Come on, the wait. ultimate smoking machine. Yes, the ultimate <laughs> smoking machine. Wait, you were you were oh, waiting for that? Oh yeah, I did my homework. I almost didn't give it to you. The show prep was there. Yep. So this is a six by fifty cigar made in Nicaragua at the San Lotano factory in Ocotal, which is just outside of Esteli. The wrapper is an Ecuador Habano, although it is quite dark for uh, for an Habano yeah. uh, out of Ecuador. Uh, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. Price, MSRP is $18. Okay. So this is a limited edition annual series that Espinosa puts out. And uh, yeah, 18 bucks. So it's uh, it's not an inexpensive cigar, but it is freaking delicious. It also... Uh, packaging is incredible, the too. The packaging is awesome. I'll talk a little bit about the packaging shortly. But Ivan, this cigar was featured in... A recent photo shoot, was it not? Yes, it was. It Tell will, me about that. It was in our recent photo shoot that we produced, but it will be coming out in our uh, September, October issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a badass shoot, right? But yeah, so say provincias, uh, six provinces of Cuba. So uh, this is ha this happens to be the Camagüey. Uh, so we did a photo shoot that was in Little Havana, mm. you know, which went very well with the branding and with everything. We had a beautiful model. Uh, we had our Espinosa guys there helping out. Uh, which, enjoying the view. Enjoying the really, view. Really, that's what that's. <laughs> yeah, has a tremendous view down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, down, yeah. down the street there. Yeah. So big shout out to Cuba Ocho for hosting us for some yeah, of the shots. That's a great Google place. Was. If you're ever in Little Havana, that's the place to go. The hotel we were at was very cool. It's called Lifehouse, a very boutique hotel. If yep. you don't want to do the whole Miami Beach thing, no. go stay there. And then if you want to eat, the best place to eat in Little Havana is Flanagan's. <laughs> that's a joke uh it's not in little havana oh, but it's the best place i to will eat. say this one of the best mexican restaurants in miami is in little havana which one Rinconcito. yeah Rinconcito. yeah i love it yeah. a little corner yeah that's what somebody told me is that you want the best mexican restaurant in miami go to little havana i want me some of that yeah there, there's a few good there's ones a few there. good ones yeah but uh but anyway so the cmw stands for as ivan said come away this is uh Espinoza's annual release, as I mentioned earlier, it started in 2018, right? Okay. That was their first one. They released in 2018 the LHB, which stood for La Habana. Mm. And uh, by the way, Camagüey, kind of funny, right? CMW, there's no W of Camagüey, <laughs> but uh, the GU in Camagüey has that way sound. So they right. went with CMW. Uh, which I think is not the Mexican way, way. Not, the, Cuban, not the Mexican, but way. the Cuban way. Orale way, orale way, orale way. No mames. <laughs> <laughs> so 2018 was La Habana. 2019 was MTZ, which was Matanzas. Uh -huh. 2020 was skipped for COVID reasons. 2021 was LV, which is what? 
not Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Villas. Las Villas. And then obviously now Camaway CMW. So these ship in uh, in these gorgeous boxes that are uh, designed by this local Cuban artist Edin Gutierrez, uh, and they're they're a thing of beauty, right? Yeah. Like even from the very first one to this one, they they have like uh, I don't know portraits of of like the Cuba of that province in the past, because these provinces are the six provinces mm -hmm. cuba today has 15 provinces that's Th progress that's what you. i was going to ask you <laughs> that's progress <laughs> the country right? of progress they used to have six now they have 15 they're growing right, right? Well, no, if hialeah no, is the not. city of progress then the, yeah you know so uh no so the six the the six provinces are the original six provinces when spain colonialized the ah, island okay. they broke up the country into these six provinces gotcha. and then castro later on decided he wanted to change all of that up right so he uh he split it up into 15 parts. Okay. Right. And, uh, and then even recently, like in 2010, he, uh, actually in 76, he split it into 14. And then in, in 2010 or so, he added another one. It's, well, it's, it's all, it's all real estate. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Pinal de Rio adjacent. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm Bejucar adjacent. Oh, look See, at you now. Look estate. at you. See? Well, so, so, um, so what I, I are, just how I about just, this? How about I just don't do, want to be Guantanamo adjacent. How about we do a little Cuban trivia here? All right. Oh, I'm ready for trivia. You ready for this? All right. Here we go. Bonus section. Bonus section. All right. So six provinces, but we only named La Habana, Las Villas, uh, Camagüey, and Matanzas. That's four. What are the other two? Without uh, Googling. I'm going to say okay. Santa Clara. No, that's Las Villas, but that's All a good, right. All right. that would have been a good guess, but La, Santa Clara is in Las Villas. Uh, At one point it was called Santa Clara and then it got changed to Las Villas. But. Uh, Santiago. So, very good guess. Santiago de Cuba is, uh, is the, one of the other ones, which is also called Oriente. But it can good be guess or am I right? Perfect. Oh, good. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you could have called right, it cool. Oriente because Oriente is the right, bigger set, right. but Santiago is another name for that province, so. Okay. Santiago was a good guess. Pina de Rio. Pina de Rio. You got the L. Oh, all right, dude. Oh, Ivan. Holy Ivan shit. You. That's where my people Ivan, are from. Ivan to Jim Nil. To, to go with some Well, soccer. I'm made in America with Cuban parts. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. See, wow. But all right. that's where my parents are from. My parents are from Pina de Rio. Well, how about one more question? Mm -hmm. Okay. More. Bonus round. Th this one is a tobacco-related question. Okay. So in Cuban tobacco, right, the Valle de Viñales is, the, is like that famous... Uh, valley where Cuban tobacco is grown. Yeah. Obviously, it's also grown out of the parts of Cuba, but where, what province is Valle de Viñales in? What it's not Pina de Rio? It is Pina de Rio. Ooh. I even housed you oh, even on your on. own province, Jim. Coño, Jimmy. I got to get a hat and a guayabera. This, this, oh this got very God. Cuban in here all of a sudden. Oh my God. All right. I'm, all right. Wow, I'm, ama I'm amazed with myself. <laughs> right. How the fuck did I pull that out of my ass? Well, even a broken clock is <laughs> right twice. twice a day. Yep. That's so, right. so now, now that we've got that out of the way, good stuff. But how is how is our smoky treat treating us here? Because because the first thing that jumped out at me was to your point, the wrapper, very dark. Yep. And for me, it has started spicy. It's it's got a little bit of a it's got yep. a little flavor, but not in a bad way. Agreed. But it definitely oh it right from you, the it gate. Lets you know, yeah, right from the gate, it, it definitely plays with your tongue a little bit. I, the first thing that I get is that spice that you're talking about. So I get a lot more like a red pepper and then the creaminess mm -hmm. shows through. So it's not 
out of whack. That that spicy is not overpowering, so I do feel that creaminess. Do you get the the sweetness? It has like a almost yeah. like a ripe fruit type of sweetness, but a, in a really nice uh, balanced way with the pepper. It almost feels like a sweet pepper. Right, right. Because right. so it's, it's, uh, it's not offensive. Really it, nice. It definitely man. plays I, I really, really nice. It reminds me a little of our cigar of the year. Which yep. is made by the same guys at the same factory. Yeah, Not, yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's specifically the same factory, no, but it, but it, it is made by. It's a different by, rapper, though. It is a different rapper, but it has a lot of similarity it to does. it. It which, definitely does. Which is the Laranja Oscuro. Correct. The Laranja Reserva Oscuro. Oscuro. Oscuro, yeah. Made by Espinosa Cigars also, which was our number one cigar of the year. It has a lot of similarities to it. It's still very, very good. I love, I love the sweet pepperiness uh, thing that it has going on. I mean, just lovely and when you retrohale it just it, 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 it dances all, on your nose it huh? all becomes clear yeah just yep. put it that way it all you're like now i understand everything yeah so from a body standpoint where do you put it I it's think. a full body you know not that full no no i think Me it's it's probably to me it's like a medium plus okay you know approaching medium to full but not full full okay i would not start the day with this, this as yeah. we are doing today <laughs> allegedly <laughs> Uh, I I don't think this is a breakfast cigar. I think this is no, definitely, definitely this no. is definitely um, late lunch after <laughs> dinner. You know, and there's also like a, a like a roasted nut situation. Really, not, I'm loving the flavors. It's 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 pretty complex actually. It is. That's yeah. the word for it. It is super yeah. complex and it is so good. Like the more you the more you draw on it, you and you you go okay. I got the pepper. I got the sweet pepper. I got all that ripe fruit stuff. I got the earthiness. I got, and then you keep just like peeling off layers, and you and and you find more stuff in there, right? If you think about it, there's even like some dark chocolate back there. There's some, again, that roasted like almondy kind of, you know. I'm yeah, really I got a, I got a little bit of that, a little bit of that fruit just now, just just now. I just kind of touched there a little bit. Yeah, no, all really, the, really this nice palate smoke. is starting to go. It's starting to wake up, boys. I'm so excited. I like the <laughs> I like the size too. It comes in one, and this yeah, one it's, size. And it's, size six by and it's a box press. Yep, box, yep. Press. box oh, press. Thank you. I didn't mention that. Um, and another note nice. about the wrapper. It, although it is dark, it's not. It's not like uh, like unnaturally dark. You know how when a uh, when uh, when you get a wrapper that's so so dark that mm -hmm. it just doesn't look right. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is dark while still being like natural right so it's uh and, and you can tell because it, it's not very veiny so it's a it's a tobacco that was probably just thick enough to be this color if you took it past it you'd probably destroy it you okay. know and the label spectacular i mean it is it, there's first of all i love the 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 purple in it yeah okay i love the the, the six we, we played on that in the in the shoot we, the number uh, the number six for the seis provincias is is purple and then there's purple on the bottom and then there's some red some orange some white some gold foil i mean there's a lot going and it all it may not sound like it all is going to work together but it really works together it's almost like and the, the very top is almost like a little proud peacock well no the the top is the is a uh, like a stained, stained glass, glass window ah there you go right. so all of them feature that all of the say provincias feature that sort of stained glass window motif and if you also, get the I box you're never you're never throwing it away you're going to keep that thing forever it's beautiful art, yeah. it's a work of art and uh and i think this starts shipping in september so the timing is right for this show very good i love it put put me down for a christmas list for this yeah right i'm gonna put this on my uh santa's list 
And really I've been, nice. I've been exceptionally good this year. So yes, you have, Jim. Right? At least with us. All right, all right. That's that's all that matters. All right. So good start to this. Now it's time for our X's and O's. All right, here we go. Our X's and O's segment, and this comes from our buddy Terrence in Annapolis, Maryland. That's Navy country. Was yes, it Terrence. Uh, yeah. I have been a cigar enthusiast for several years now, and when picking out cigars to buy, I often have a difficult time making a decision due to not knowing what to expect from a cigar based on its box, label, and brand. What are some guidelines I should use when picking out cigars? Are there any labels that document expected notes from a cigar? And as always, I enjoy your podcast, and I look forward to hearing from you. Warm regards, Terrence Johnson. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you, Terrence. That's a that's actually a, a good question, you know? It's so common. I yeah, mean, that I happens the, with so many products, not just cigars. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you walk into Total Wine, and you, yep. you need help, right? There's so much. You walk into a cigar shop, you need help. So it is a really good question. So do you want to uh, you want to start tackling this thing? Sure. Right, Can you so, get a copy of Cigar Snob Magazine? Start. I mean, there <laughs> you that go. was the easy that, one. That is the number one thing sure. that that we can recommend. Obviously, his question goes off into sure. you know what's on a on the box and stuff like that. Right. But but really, Terrence, like that's the reason that we do the ratings in Cigar Snob Magazine. That is the it's to help you uh, to help you on picking out your next cigar. So we give you a numeric rating, uh, which gives you a sense of the quality of the cigar. And then we have a little section there where we describe the cigar's notes, and we do it in, in kind of basic flavor notes. We don't get too esoteric, right? On the on the flavor notes, uh, I think probably on, along the lines of what you hear here on the show. And then in our top twenty-five issue, we go above and beyond, and we do a little insert where you can tear out. That's right. And then you can take mm-hmm. it into a shop, and then you can look at all of our cigars of the year and then you can go in there and and pick out cigars that way and the beauty of that is that generally you you know what you like i like a you know a mild or i like this cut or like that sort of wrapper but this now allows you to sort of experiment because that's the beauty of the cigar world is 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 getting out of what you like and trying something else. Because I'll be honest with you, there, there have been smokes that we've had here on this show that I normally would not have gotten that I've smoked and said, wow, this is beyond expectations. And now I smoke those. Right. So, and I think that's the beauty of it. It's, it's, it's like in wine or like in food, you go and you experiment and you try new things. Right. Yeah. When I usually go to cigar lounges with my friends, I mean, I'm always the, you know, the information guy. Right. Yep. Uh, with, with most of their selections, they just let me pick out whatever I decide that based on their flavor, um, preferences yeah. right but but i'm sure you can whatever whatever cigar shop is near terrence i mean he can walk into one of these shops and that's the number two thing right yeah, yeah and go speak to the tobacconist there and i'm sure they'll be able to help you out based on whatever is it is that you like correct so yeah number one uh in, in my notes was refer to the magazine two refer to your local tobacconist right that's mm-hmm. what that guy's there for mm-hmm. like that guy uh, in all likelihood has smoked just about everything in that damn store. Mm-hmm. So, and he's there to help you. And some stores have like a certified tobacconist who's gone through uh, the certification process. And, and that those guys are really good typically. Uh, and then like, if you're, and we don't know, Terrence didn't tell him, uh, didn't tell us uh, whether he buys online or in a store. Uh, but I would say definitely walk into your local tobacconist and ask. Uh, but three, on websites like, for example, Neptune, NeptuneCigars.com, we buy a lot of stuff from them. They're a local local shop here. 
the shops themselves are great uh, local here in Miami, but their website is also fantastic. It has excellent notes. It has a strength meter on each cigar. So, so Neptune's obviously a good, uh, a good resource for that. And then what about, let's give them some like basic guidelines. Like se- let's say maybe Terrence is a shy person and does not want to talk to a tobacconist. Uh, and he's against print because he doesn't want <laughs> whatever. And, and he doesn't have a, a, a internet connection. So Terrence, you're complicated. You are. You're a complicated guy, Terrence. No. So what what about stuff on the box? Like, uh, so when it says, Ivan, when the box says Connecticut, right? Or shade. Right. What, what can what can old Terrence expect from the flavor notes, let's say? So a Connecticut shade cigar typically is going to be on the milder side. Yep. I mean, and that's what you should be expecting. You're not you're not going to pick up a Connecticut and expect to get your knocks your socks knocked off. Your knocks yeah. socked off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different show. <laughs> that's that'll be behind a paywall. <laughs> For nine ninety nine a month, you can get your knocks socked off. You <laughs> feel? <laughs> this is why we do the show so early in the morning. This is why we do it. And we haven't been drinking yet. You Not know, yet. we should probably put the <laughs> perfect pairing segment before we answer the questions. That'd be great. Oh, man. so no, no knocking socks here. Uh, but uh, that's a Connecticut, yeah. So then the other one, I think guys get confused a lot. And it's probably the most nebulous term is Colorado. Colorado is a shade of tobacco, which means sort of reddish. Mm-hmm. The so tobacco is not from Colorado. Correct, not from Colorado. <laughs> uh, some another thing you can see on a box on a on a Colorado shade cigar would be like it may say natural, uh, or it's, it may say Habano or Corojo. Those are typically when those are all sort of varieties of saying Colorado or Habano, right? Uh, I don't want to get too too deep down that path, but Colorado, Habano, natural, those are. That's that's kind of a hard one to define because that can that one can go either way. It can go mild or it can go super strong. So it's tough to give you a gauge there. Uh, luckily, there are some some cigar companies who put that kind of stuff on the box. Like I know uh, Hoya de Nicaragua, which is a cigar company known for making strong cigars, will usually have either a, a shelf talker or or uh, or on the box itself, mm-hmm. it'll say it'll have a little strength meter to help you determine. Is this is this one of your like right. uh, knock my socks off cigars or is this uh or as we call them rompe pecho or is this one of the milder ones right so uh, also I think Camacho who used to be known for making like super super strong cigars yeah Camacho built also bold. Would have a strength meter You're correct they're built bold and uh, Davidoff as well Davidoff typically would do more flavor notes on their mm-hmm. boxes mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do um, and then the another thing you can see on the box is Maduro. Right, Maduro, or it could say broadleaf, or say San Andres. Those all you're going to expect a dark wrapper, uh, and and with that, you can probably safely say that it's going to be medium to full, somewhere in that range, anywhere from medium to full, full body. Right, some of the strongest cigars in the market have a uh, a Maduro wrapper, uh, and so. What about uh, what about country of origin? Like if it's a if it's a DR cigar, like if if Ivan, if you walked into a store and you didn't know anything, you and you were in another country and all the boxes were in a different language and you didn't know what it was, but you did see 
Dominican Republic. Sure, and I kind of do that with wine. So I'm right. looking for re wine regions, you know, what to expect, like either California or or French wine. I already know kind of what to expect. I think that you should you should be able to do the same with cigars. So your Nicaraguan cigar, which is the most prominent one, is going to be a little bit spicier, a little bit stronger, a little fuller, whereas the Dominican cigar should be a little milder. In comparison to the Nick, Nick, you, I mean, they're still strong cigars. Like a Flor de Flor de Flor de, Flor de Americana is a super. Is a, yeah. They have strong cigars, but for the most part, I think that it's a little bit milder. It's a milder pepper, for example. Yeah, which you would I, find. I, in, I agree. I just want to say, like, these aren't a hundred percent what a lead pipe lock type of. Yeah. Uh, right. this is not right. right because you can get a, a Dominican cigar, like I haven't said, La Flor Dominicana, that will crush you right crush your soul uh, <laughs> if you're not ready for it oh, an opus x would correct also strong and yet dominican so but by and large dominican cigars are not going to be the strongest ones uh and then nicaragua yeah you can expect more pepper more uh, and, more spice and what i have found that you know judging a book by its cover so to speak is there have been smokes we have had on this show that have that have been dark wrappers that have been super mild because that's how we're always that was my two cents, you know, cigar yeah. knowledge. I, oh, if, if the wrapper is dark, it's going to be strong. If it's lighter, it's going to. And it's not necessarily the case. And that's where you talk to your tobacconist or you do a little search before you walk into the and, shop and vice versa. They have some light cigars that are strong, too. Yeah. You know, I, I do. And I do like those like those dichotomies where. Yeah. You know, it's you're expecting one thing and it gives you. Play. Yeah. But for the most part, what what he's asking here is like what what should he be guided with? So yeah, uh, and then uh, the other the other country of origin that you get a lot, obviously, is Honduras. Honduras, mm -hmm. and so Honduras, you'll find typically like earthier profiles. Again, not necessarily. You can have some that aren't, but uh, but by and large, Honduran cigars are going to have that like prominent sweet earthiness. Uh, yeah, and so so I don't yeah I don't know if we if we giving you enough there terrence but uh, it's a it's a lot to unpack but once you've you've figured it out your cigar experience will be amazing and it's going to let you try new and different sizes shapes shades everything like that yep and uh, and and i think that to your point jim that that's what the cigar journey is about mm -hmm. right it, it's about discovering new things and and uh and maybe getting out of your comfort zone a bit right so as long as the cigar is well made it burns well uh draws well and uh, and has good flavors then you're not losing no matter what yeah and speaking of good flavor this cigar oh <laughs> yeah you are great. digging it I, I am i am in love over here i mean it, it's it's touching my soul my roots you know because of the seis provincias and everything like that but it is the didn't, didn't is help you didn't help you answer a single question in trivia well that's it? okay but now <laughs> i'm ready for the next time i'm ready i'm ready for round two round two and so First of all, Terrence, thanks for the hookup. Thanks for the question. And a reminder, if there is a cigar question that you'd like answered, you could submit it to questions at cigarsnobmag.com. That's questions at cigarsnobmag.com. And if we read and answer your question, what happens? You'll get a cigar snob swag pack. Yeah, so I just I Terrence saw I saw the list. I, I saw the little the little sets of packages ready to go out. Yep, that's right. So Terrence, you'll uh, you'll receive an email from us. We'll just ask you to confirm your age, 21 and older. Uh, and then a, a shipping address, maybe a shirt size or something. So uh, I think what was the guy's last? The last show was Daniel Lee or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he got he got his uh, shipped out last week. Uh, 
So yeah, good stuff, man. Yeah, keep the questions coming. We love that. We love it, and you know we'll get to many of them as we can because we are here for you. We are men of the people. We are. So Terrence, here's the next cigar you got to try. <laughs> Villager Cigars, a brand synonymous with European style and sophistication, invites you to try the Cuellar Black Forest, made at the famous Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. The Cuellar Black Forest is crafted using only the finest tobaccos, resulting in a smooth and complex smoke you're sure to enjoy. You may be asking yourself, what exactly is it that makes the Cuellar Black Forest such a spectacular smoke? Well, for one, it's wrapped in a beautiful Mexican San Andres leaf. Aged to perfection, the Mexican San Andres produces a robust amount of flavor while giving the cigar its gorgeous dark walnut color appearance and oily textured finish. Named after the majestic forest where Chairman Heinrich Villiger grew up near, cigar is a tribute to the passion which is embedded in the long history of cigar making at Villiger Cigars. The Cuellar Black Forest. Go out and try one today. Indeed. On the list. Yes, it is. On the list. Every time my local cigar shop, every time I go in there, they're right Let's there. Let's pull one of those. There's Mira. that old village, villager I, I Black know Heinrich. It's, it's my boy Heinrich up there. <laughs> or as or as uh, some people say, El Big Ligger. <laughs> yeah, we do, have a, we do have a friend who doesn't, who's, uh, whose English is not very good looking. Uh-huh. And uh, and instead of saying villager, he says, Beligger, <laughs> which we love. <laughs> which kind of sounds know, like he's saying Big Ligger. Hey, hey, I want a Big Ligger. Uh, me too. And by, <laughs> and there's no, no. Here's Aaron Judge. <laughs> yes. So. Good stuff. All right. Now. Now we get into the high country. Oh, baby. It's time for our perfect pairing with some tequila. And now, perfect pairings brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. Yeah, we're going with uh, tequilas and reposados. Right? So we've given Yami a, uh, a batch of reposado tequila so no añejo no uh silvers so real These quick all reposados. real quick walk us through what is what is reposado what is añejo so, reposado so when a tequila comes out of the out of the still mm-hmm. and and bottled right away uh, obviously they they uh water it down a bit and then they they bottle it that's a silver right that has zero age it's mm-hmm. coming right out of the still and it gets diluted a bit and uh and off you go then if they age it Anywhere from two months to a year, it's considered a reposado. Reposado, the word means rested. Mm-hmm. So two months to a year, reposado. After a year, from one year to three years, it becomes an añejo. Oh. So añejo means oh. aged. And so that's why those añejos have a, a, a darker color. And then beyond three years into infinity and beyond... <laughs> The word is expensive. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like to. I would like a a a, a, uh, a Don Eric expensive. Yeah, yeah. That's an extra añejo is extra expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the extra añejos is anything after three years. Uh, so these these look like silvers. Did Yami get the note? They're not. They're not silvers. Well, the, no. The, you can see it when you when yeah. you put it up. Yeah, to yeah, the, we've to got the white. two down in front of me here. We got the one getting a little darker. Well, again, you know, this didn't; these didn't spend that much time in a barrel, right? Right. right. So, two months to a year. It's not, uh, and right. we don't know what kind of barrel was used in these because we have no idea what they are. So, but, as uh, as we're getting our, our our drinks lined up here, why don't we check back in on the cigar? So, Ivan, I, I, where are you at right now? About halfway through on it, it's still very consistent. The cream hasn't subsided at all; still very creamy. hasn't gotten harsh in any way. 
peppers are still there. I get like nuts, maybe a little bit of mocha. Um, enjoying it. Can't wait to see how it does with the tequila. Eric, no doubt about you? it. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm in lockstep with Ivan here. Uh, it's performing spectacularly well. Uh, I we we have gotten like some some guy uh, asked the other day. It wasn't a question for X's and O's, but he asked, "Do you guys ever bash a cigar?" was uh, was the guy's question. Right. And uh, I I answered. I knew we weren't going to put it on X's and O's because that's not a X's and O's question. But we tip we purposely pick good cigars to smoke on the show. Right. right? So we're not going to spend an hour smoking a bad cigar. And we we have the benefit of producing a uh, a world renowned cigar magazine. <laughs> and footnote: we smoke tons of bad cigars. Yes, we do. <laughs> and and if you want to know bad cigars, look in the ratings and look on the lower side of the page. Uh, the lower the number, you know, the the less quality the cigar has. Right. And still, we still don't and, put. Yeah. And we don't. To to your point, Ivan, we don't. We don't list. So the way that we do our ratings is we taste in a group up to eight different cigars, but only six will make it to the page. So the two that were really, really bad in that group, if there were two really bad ones, they never you never even see them on the page because mm -hmm. there's no point in it. Right. There's no there's no point in us telling you, hey, here's a cigar. It sucks. No, you know, right. that's not that's not what we're here for. And look at it. Look at it like this. It, it, I know it's a way of we're not trying to spin or anything like that. If it's not on the list. There's your answer. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. There's right your there. answer, right? But yeah. if you guys we want, taste, I mean, it, we smoke from every manufacturer we can find. But if you guys do want us to smoke a bad cigar on the show, please send us at request at cigarsnog.mag.com. <laughs> request, and we'll smoke a <laughs> and we'll and we'll smoke a shitty cigar on the show. Yeah, that'll be fun. I, I can go down to I can go down to the to the corner store. There's tons of yeah. There's tons behind the counter there that, that that that'll fit that bill. All right. So and by the way, for for me, my I'm about halfway through, and the spiciness is all but gone. I would say it's now more tangy, mm -hmm. and yet. To your point, Ivan, that creaminess is just constantly there, which I love. I love creamy cigars because, because to me, I guess my palate is is I have I have a delicate palate. So if it's too harsh, I'm going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to continue this. So when I first lit it, I was like, oh, very, very spicy. And then that cream said, no, it's okay. Come you with got me. A, you got a good one there because your ash is perfect. But no, the ash is exceptional. I know. I saw it. Exceptional. It, it held on for like uh, like almost two inches there it, earlier. It, it is exceptional. It's even, and it's. I mean, it's yeah. like it's 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 like something you find in a museum in terms <laughs> of like, like, like a sculpture. It's it's unbelievable. This, I mean, this is tremendo. Yep. Oof, yep. Right? Yep. Well, with, with a cap with a with a capital tre. <laughs> All right. So let's All get right, in, let's get, let's get into the tequila tequilas. times and tequila with a capital tre. Uh, yes, well. that's right. All right, so let's go with A, and um, so these these are all reposados, right? Yep, these are all reposados. A, this is a, not A is very close to being a silver. You're right, Ivan. It this is this is, is very not light in color. I think we're the not in cord. Just got cut on this one. <laughs> Brand new baby. I don't think we're licking, slamming, and and sucking. No, these. none of these. No, none of these. Oh, it smells wonderful. It smells and good. The smell is delicious, like right? It dirty, has like a dirty caramel. socks. Now, now you guys are you guys are going to be in <laughs> in for a treat because I'm not a tequila person. Okay. So this is what I love about the show because you take me out of my comfort zone. Yep. Take me out of the things that I'm not. Define you're not a tequila person. 
Because you look like an everything yeah. type of person. <laughs> you so look like you're, fu- <laughs> you're down for everything. <laughs> well, we have never we have never said, "Hey, Jim, today we're drinking," uh, and then, uh, oh, and no, then I oh no, I'm not doing. That. I couldn't possibly do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on the no, nose, it, it, it smells smells it great. Smells amazing. So it has that like it still has that little agave back there, right? That little herbaceous kind of uh, aroma, but then it's covered up by a ton of like vanilla and. And caramel, really nice on the nose. And it's got just just a, a little tint to tint it. Of, yeah, a hint a of color. Tint. So, all right. So, here we go. It's very good. The agave comes through very light. Very, very finish. Not, the finish is the so heat, smooth. The heat is is there, but it's it's not yeah, correct. It, so, it takes you. you there, but doesn't. So that's on its own. I haven't I haven't taken a puff uh, with it, but my only gripe is that there's not enough like agave flavor for there's me. I lot. do like yeah. I like the I like to taste it. it. I, I like to taste the agave and then have the the barrel uh, impart some of that sweetness. Right? Yeah, I, I would say this: if you're not a tequila person, this is a good introduction. Absolutely, because it doesn't. It's very it easy on the tequila. It, yeah, it doesn't make you go, oh my gosh, look out. This is, th- like I categorize these, when, when I taste a tequila like this, I call them like designer tequilas. That like That's a, what I, that's a word I use for them because they're, they're like, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not. Not your high school Cuervo. No, no, no. No, these are, <laughs> this is a, like a, a really nice tequila, especially like Jim said, for someone who doesn't, you know, who, who makes a face when they drink tequila. You can give him this one, yeah. As Jim raises his hand, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the tequila face guy. Okay, so this one was probably this was perfect super, for super you. Super good, super good. And now let's see how now how is it playing with the cigar. So we're gonna take a puff. That's what Eric's doing now. Ivan as well. Let's see what let's see what the results. It's very good, Your Honor. I think the creaminess in the cigar and the tequila smoothness go hand in hand. So. And- the cigar brought out a little more of the tequila flavor that was hidden behind all of that sweetness for me. Right. So like oh, I, wow. took a, I took it's a, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. There's the bloom. Oh yeah. The, so, the, the, so cigar first, then sip. Yeah. It, it, it kind of tastes a little more like tequila now. It finished very pleasingly. Yeah. That's nice. Well, as a pairing, it's, it's nice. You guys can continue talking about it because I already drank it. So <laughs> you guys <laughs> take human sips. <laughs> It was so good. Oh, so now I'm gonna go. It also helped a cigar nicely too, though. It so, tastes expensive. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think less of the, you guys. Well, no. We, I, again, we don't know. We've given you old tub in the past. It's like twenty bucks. <laughs> so, but it was delicious. So anyway, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice uh, as a pairing. That was good. Me personally, I like more more oomph. Mm-hmm. But but that was nice. I will say this: if you drink first. And then smoke, it's to me. It's very. I can get. I get the alcoholic. It's very alcohol. Alcoholic. Yeah, it's very no, no. But puff then sip. You really brings out the tequila. Really right. brings it out. So, a a very good. On to B. All right. On so to B. To B. Yeah, Ivan is like, can we move on to B? Because I don't have <laughs> any done. A to drink. Okay. Like, on to on to M. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start doing the double L in Spanish pretty soon. All right, so now let's take a little whiff of beef. 
So, so it looks a little darker. A little darker and, and very mild on the nose. Not yeah. not a whole lot happening. Not oh, as aromatic man. as I don't I don't smell anything. Yeah. It's I can like there's, not, there's like a little like tip of floral or something in the background, but that's it. Yeah. There's this, like this, no tequila. This, t- this, uh, so you're telling me this is all stuff I can bring to the classroom? And I could wear this like an aftershave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you been drinking? No. <laughs> not at all. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in. All right. Nice, different, little more Not, tequila flavor. Yeah, really. I don't. I don't taste bit. the agave as much in this. It, I, it's more. I didn't take it with a cigar. It's more floral. Definitely the the floral on the nose comes through also on the palate. Not as much heat, so the alcohol seems less on this. Probably mm. isn't most most tequilas, especially repos, are they're usually like leveled off. I would I would say this is more tequila esque, really more tequila esque for me. Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely it. Like I said on first sip, I could taste. By the way, you know Natalia is back here chomping at the bit, right? Because Natalia's like half Mexican. She's like, let me let me get and I and I would say the good half. She has her sombrero on. Well, this is right around Mexican Independence Day, mid September, so apropos not not to be confused with Cinco de Mayo. No. The Battle of Puebla. Because everybody always thinks Cinco de Mayo, Mexican independence. No, it's no. not. No. Cinco de Mayo is a American holiday. Cinco de Mayo is nothing in Mexico. It's, it's actually the Battle of Puebla. That's what Cinco de Mayo is. Puebla is where they have the big uh, VW plant. That's about yeah. all I know about yeah, Puebla. That's, right it's now. basically the, the first battle when they beat the French. It, 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 it didn't... It didn't it was one of the first major victories. Look at L.A. Jimmy flexing, right. flexing right. his Mexican. Funny. I'm Cuban, but I know more about Mexico than I do. You know, Mexican. internationally yeah. known. To Pina- rock the microphone, yeah. Pinar de Rio Mexican. Yep. Pina- <laughs> Tijuana Cuban. That's what we call ourselves. All right, so now I'm going to go puffy puff and then into the uh, drinky drink. You know, I, I don't like I don't like the cigar with this one. Me personally, it it changes it in a in a way that's not. What I would have liked, but I like the flight because there's so much variety. Yeah, between so the first and the second one, J- Jim's making faces. I, I I I would say, right now, A is the leader in the clubhouse because this to me again, I am not a tequila drinker. I agree. So if if you are into if, if tequila is your jam, B is a very good starting point. Nish. B, B is more traditional. It's yeah, more shout out to Nish. Yeah, Nishes are are. Tequila guy, tequila loving friend. Uh, but but the cigar, it, I don't know. Did it happen for it you guys? It disappears. It disappears. No, it it like the flavors that you like disappear, right? And then the ones that right. that do show up are like a like a weird butterscotchiness. Did you get that? It's a little thin for my taste. It, yeah, I, I don't like what B does to the cigar, and, and I don't like it enough to to taste it on its own. Get out of here, B. So yeah, I'm sorry, B. I don't know what what you are, but. All right, let's move on to C, or in Ivan's case, let's move on to Y. Okay, this has tons of sweetness on the nose, uh, C. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like a caramelly. And it's a right? light, and light, it's ur- light urine color. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I wanted to be specific. You will get the job. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. You will get the job. <laughs> Do you leave the house? What, what, what is this? I just eat a lot of cereal. You just you're yeah, you're way too hydrated. <laughs> you're way too hydrated for this one. Right? Uh, yeah. You got is, the job for sure. This you, is, you drink a lot of water, sir. In fact, you're promoted. Yeah. Now this smells like butterscotch. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. It's got it's very sweet to the nose. 
All right, let's see what let's I'm going to take a I'm going to take a swig and then a smoke. Okay. Nice. Pete. It's, it's butterscotch heat, is what I got. It's very butterscotch. It's very sweet. It's like one of those candies. It is. Yeah, and when we say sweet, we're not talking yeah. like syrup sweet, but it does have like it's, dare I say dare dare delicious. Oh, look at you. This is like a it's very dessertish. It is. Look at this. This we gave him a tequila that he says is delicious. Right? And he's uh self-proclaimed self-proclaimed not a tequila guy. Not a tequila guy. Lowercase T in tequila for me. A lot of vanilla. The cigar plays well with it. I guess he, it gets that from the barrel. For sure. For sure, right? I, I mean, I, ideally, if they're not doing anything nefarious, then it gets it from the barrel. Okay. Yeah, it's coming through a lot. It smells good. It's so much caramel. Yeah. And vanilla. Very, a lot of caramel. That that um, that in, in a year... You were able to pull all of that out of a barrel. It's tough to stomach mm. for me. Mm-hmm. That, that's a it, lot. It might be artificial. Yeah, it may have gotten a little dosage of, uh, yeah, of I caramel agree. sweetness because it's it's almost like too much for one year. Really, I, I agree. But hey, it, what, it what tastes a little we, artificial. We're not here to be the sure the uh, enforcers of uh, alcohol purity laws or anything like that barrel police barrel police and i bet this might be the one like for example i went to total wine the other day to meet with pablo's that is our man and he gave <laughs> and he gave me this tequila to taste that was all like vanilla and caramel like it was this like on steroids and he said they couldn't keep it in stock because everybody was coming in to buy it correct it was, it just like, like the same photo the one that like, the jordan one yeah it's so freaking sweet to me. I, I don't. I don't dig that. Yeah, I, I'm more of a traditionalist when it comes to that. I want more of the agave. And, and if, I think, and if, and if it's possible, when you when you puff and then drink, it gets the tequila gets sweeter. It really pulls out even more. So I would. This is definitely a dessert. Um, drink. The the C. Um, I the girls think, the girls would like it too. I still yep. say A plays the best. But C was is for me would be a great just after dinner yeah, sipping. Yeah. I'll tell you. Tequila. I'll tell you sure. what. So A does uh, it, it interacts more with the cigar, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. My only reason for going with C, even though that's not the kind of tequila that I would want, is that there's more intensity and flavors there, and so I I want more flavor than what I got out of A. So even though it feels like maybe a bit too sweet. I still, I always, me personally, this is just my personal preference. I want intense flavors in whatever alcohol I'm drinking. So there's a little bit more happening. And so, so I, I prefer C for only that reason. And this is not a mixing. You don't put this in a margarita. You don't put this. You can, and it'll be very good. Right? Yeah. Especially C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially C. I do margaritas with everything. I do them with silver, añejos, reposados, mezcals. They all work well. This this is tough because I I, th- I think to your point here I think A plays best. It really brings out yeah the tequila, but C could almost stand alone and and it and and they are kind of walking side by side together. Yep. I love the flight as like I said like because they're so different from each other. So I will I will say that yes I like it for that reason, but I probably these aren't my jam. You know? No, no, no. Right. Exactly. We're not okay. Bring me a bottle of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, me personally, it's like bring me a flight. 
I want to taste a couple different, uh, like some variety. It like it I like it like that, but don't bring me a bottle. That, don't bring me yeah. a bottle of any one of these on right. its own. I'll, I'll take A if I had to. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick one, it's A. So I, I would say C is pretty close to, to pairing with this cigar. It's pretty close. A, I think, is the best pairing, but C has got so much flavor that it could stand alone as well. I don't think you could go wrong with it. I think if you're haven't had tequila and you want to get introduced a and c has just got enough flavor on it that even a person like me would enjoy it so i would go a c would be like right behind it so yeah the and then a mile away would be yeah the the issue with uh with c and the cigar is that when you take a puff then then take a sip uh you lose a lot if not all of the agave flavor and you don't want to lose that and that, that, that's it, that's the that's sort of the the, the yeah. charm to it. So that's that's my issue. What so, about the other way? What if you took a, a sip of C and then puffed? What would that do? So Eric's going in for C, a nice healthy drink, and now he's going to puff away. That's Tremendous nice. form. He's got great oh, form. When he does the sip and the smoke, the perfect L. Oh my god, such great form. Elbow ratio. No, no. The it's, cigar tastes nice. He's the it. Tiger Woods of. This of <laughs> he's, form. Such a, he's such a jackass. The uh, the cigar tastes good with it. I will give you that. It tastes good with C, but the the tequila doesn't taste better with the cigar. Can we do a plus one? Oh, you want to do a plus one or a plus two? I, <laughs> all right, I, all right. I, I well, think you're gonna. Have, I think you're on the Enya right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're in a different language right now. All right. So before we bring in Yami, you want to have like some like tequila tasting tequila? Sure. And right. so we call this bonus. Bonus. All right. So what we've got here is off our shelf. Ivan, I want you to tell us a little bit about, uh, this is called Don Aníbal Tequila. It comes from, the original tequila was called Viva Mexico, Tequila Viva Mexico. But, but uh, yeah, you know, the, you know the guy. The reason that we have this bottle sure. is because uh, the owner of the brand, you met him and, and he brought these bottles to us. So Felix de Jesus, he is the uh, Spanish translator for most of the major boxing for, fights. For premier boxing champions. And our and our friend here, Jim, does <laughs> most most James. of James does most of the boxing matches. Have you ever run into I run into Felix every PBC I saw him the other day. We had a we had an event here in South Florida, and he is he is the Spanish translator for PBC. Um, which, which is on Showtime. And I had no idea. Talk, I mean, he and I, we talk cigars all the time. He invited me to an event in Vegas when we were there. I had no idea. He wasn't, Felix, yeah, I'm so going to come for you now, my friend. Yeah. Now I know. And let's taste this tequila because right. it is excellent. So, yeah. Don so, Aníbal. So you, uh, we've never really, have we found this tequila anywhere? Because he was getting distribution and now I think he's getting more of it. Okay. Because I, I, I do think that the tequila is delicious. It it tastes like tequila, but it's also very smooth, very flavorful. Um, but I never I never see it anywhere. So hopefully he gets it out there. But uh, this is an example of very well-made tequila, as Jim makes another face. Indeed. Uh, very well-made good. tequila. With, it's a silver. This is not Reposado. So this wasn't a candidate for for right. you know, for being in our, in our perfect pairing. Uh, but Man, I love the flavor of this tequila. It is, it is traditional tequila. It is. It's like artisanal. So I smell the vanilla, but it doesn't taste, it doesn't smell artificial like that sea that we were, that Correct. we were just tasting. So the, the way that they yummy. make, it's the yummy. way that they make tequila, right? They take the, the blue Weber agave and then they cook it so that the starches turn to sugars. And those, 
when when they cook the agave, it does take on a little bit of a sugary, caramelly flavor on its own before going into a barrel. I think this has not been in a barrel. So whatever whatever you get in terms of vanilla or caramel, it's coming from the actual agave plant. It tastes better than the. Of course, <laughs> and, it does, and it's a silver. So me, you would you does. would think that it's the it's the cheaper product compared to the uh, reposado, All right. because Listen. it hasn't been aged, but it tastes superior. It's, I it's I will if you know, given the choice, me personally, if I'm drinking tequila, I would rather drink a very good mm-hmm. uh, silver than than the best reposado or the best oh, añejo. Okay. Me personally. Because I can drink this all day, I'll just get hammered, but I won't feel it the next day. Because there's nothing that you're, there's no impurities there to. Yeah, uh, to I'm mess with, with you, you for sure. So I I love the way this tequila tastes. Uh, this is not a commercial in any way. It's just it was a plus one, and I I thought why don't we go with the super tasty silver. Well, me and Felix have got a lot of talk about next time I see him at a boxing event. Because right, we're a big cigar. You I mean, know he was the voice of the Yankees, yeah, too. Yeah, we talk, we talk about cigars all the time. I actually gave him uh, a cigar uh, at the event we were at uh, a couple of weeks ago. Now, ooh, So, wait a I second. See. So, how does it go with the cigar? All right, so we're going to take a look. I don't know if anyone can duplicate this, because I, I think the, the other brands are, are national brands that we typically use. This, I don't know what their distribution is. So I don't know if you can duplicate it, but for the sake of just doing the whole workup, how does it go with the cigar? I think since the I consider the cigar medium plus, like mm-hmm, you said, mm-hmm. body wise, and this and the tequila is stronger than the three that we tasted. Considerably. It is. Yeah. So sure. it, it it matches up like toe to toe with it. Well, what, so what, I think there's there's good balance. What there. what I get and I think that's the word balance because I enjoy the cigar still. I'm about three quarters in now. I'm about you. You get you still have the creaminess, okay. And then with the tequila, the finish of the tequila. So you're getting the creaminess of the cigar, and then you finish with the tequila. It's it's actually a good blend together. Very yeah, it, it they they go really nicely. I I don't have a, an issue with it. To me, it makes the cigar a little creamier if that's even possible. Now, what I the only thing I would say. If you if your tequila if your uh, palate isn't tequila, I wouldn't drink and then puff, because then I think it would erase the cigar. I think I would smoke the cigar. I would take a puff of the cigar to get that creaminess as a bed, and then you finish with that nice tequila. Yeah, I don't know. I I did. I took a sip and then a puff, and the cigar again somehow got creamier, which was it's really nice because it's already very creamy on its own. Well, Felix, we've got really a cigar nice. tequila. Me so anyway, there we go. Excellent. That's your that's your bonus. I don't know if we did uh, the bonus any justice because I picked something that people can't find, but I think it's delicious. Let's do the reveal. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Talk about making an entrance. Woohoo! What's the name of that Mexican wrestler? No. <laughs> El Santo from from Nacho Nacho Libre. Turn it off. All right. Bueno. Here we go. Bueno. All right, let's go. All right. So A is Cazadores Tequila ah. Rebosado. Cazadores. Cazadores. The Hunter. 40% alcohol. I Actually, hers Hunters. All 40%. Uh B is Tequila Revolución Rebosado also. 40% Revolución. alcohol. 
And C is Casamigo Tequila Reposado. Casamigo. Oh, fucking Clooney. That's 40%. my boy. That's my boy. Wait, can I can oh, I can I tell you something enjoy. about George Clooney? I, Go ahead. I, I thank you, Yami. Thank you. And she's dancing her way out of here. Perfect. I have a man crush on George Clooney. Can we get a soundbite with that? Whoa. Put that. I down. have a man crush on Dan- on George Clooney, and I remember I had a dream that George Clooney was making dog food, which is not true. But I had a dream, and I woke my wife up and I said, "Baby, we got to get George Clooney's dog food." <laughs> and my wife was like, "That's it. No more drinking before bed." Jimmy, I don't, I don't know if we can continue being friends. <laughs> Paul, I mean, Paul. It Newman, all started George with a Clooney, man crush. George Clooney is the modern day Paul Newman. Okay. I'm just saying. All right, buddy. All right. I'm just, All right. So I'm clearly the tequila has kicked in. All right, Moving let's, let's right along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so A was Casadores. Huh? Interesting. Right. Very good. It's how much Very would you good. guess Casadores uh, MSRP? Uh, 750. It's a 750 ml bottle. Yeah. 35. Seventeen dollars. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. Total wine has done it again. And then, uh, so B was Tequila Revolución. Ten dollars. Uh, Fifty-two ninety-nine. Oh shit. And then C as uh, is George is uh, Jim's Jim's boyfriend. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am merely an admirer of his work. All right. So, uh, so yeah, Casamigos. That's uh, that's C. So C had more flavor than the other two. For sure. Yeah. Um, Don Aníbal had the most flavor of all. Don Aníbal, obviously, very, very flavorful. So, hey, that's what we got. So, oh, by the way, uh, I didn't finish. Casamigos, uh, 50, 56 bucks is the MSRP on the Casamigos 750ml bottle. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Great stuff. They're all 40%. As I, as I mentioned, like they all get kind of watered down to that level. Yeah. It's not like like bourbon or, or, or scotch where they sometimes do like a cask strength. You typically don't get that with tequilas. You mm-hmm. you can get that typically with mezcals or uh, or very artisanal tequilas. But that's Eric is great to drink with. He gives you all these factoids. Exactly, right? No, it's, a, it's no, amazing. No, no, no. It's, it's like walking all around right. with your own encyclopedia what, there. Combined with his form and the fact toys, I mean, oh, you boy. can't go wrong. Well, watch out now. Watch oh, out, boy. He's my he's my George Clooney. <laughs> he's he's everybody's George Clooney. <laughs> A bald, fat George Clooney. But <laughs> a tremendo personality. Oof, that's, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got, buddy. And this, hey, as always, this is an Andrew Dice Clay these, joke. These these drinks and more are always. A perfect pairing, and it's brought to you by Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. You can visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. Yes, sir. Thank you, Total Wine, for that flight. That was very interesting. I'm on my way right after this to pick up a little Casamigos. Is that right? Look at you. You got to support George. You know know he sold it, right? So you don't have to support (laughs) it anymore. You could buy an espresso, which he advertised. Oh, I've got, yeah, trust me, I got those. Oh, okay. Him and Andy Garcia had a little commercial. Oh, oh, look at you now. See? All right. All right. So, what do we got? Can we go with the tequila that completely derailed the show? That's it. (laughs) Big time. Listen, it's time to share a smoke. I'm going to take a little nap, and then, buddy, you're going to have to catch me up on this. Our buddy Eric Espinosa Jr. from Espinosa Cigars, who we are smoking today, little shorty, is on the show. What's up, guys? 
All right, so we're here with Eric Espinoza Jr., VP of Espinoza Cigars. That, that's the title, right? That's it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. VP. Calvino. No, normally you get like VP of, blah, 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 but you are overarching VP. The VP. You are the man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So thank you for coming on, brother. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Thank you for the smokes. Thank you for the photo shoot that we just did, which you got to see. That was cool. That was a cool experience. I've never been on that side of photography. That was yeah, pretty cool. And it, I mean, it, it was a pretty damn sexy yeah, shoot, too. That, that, that was badass. Yeah. So uh, so on the shoot, we used Las E Provincias. On this show that we're a part of right now, we're smoking Las E Provincias, uh, the Camaway version. Yep. So what, what do you call them? Version? The edition? The Camaway edition? Probably edition, yeah. Yeah. So so let's talk about that, uh, that series, the whole Las E Provincias series. That's your baby, right? Like you came up with that? I, I did, man. It, a lot of sleepless nights on it. Uh, I wanted to come out with my own uh, stamp in this industry and I wanted a challenge. And the challenge was to incorporate Cuba some way, somehow, but I didn't know how. I know that you can't use a lot of city names. I know you can't do a lot of different stuff with law, uh, yep. lawsuits and stuff, but I wanted something for my grandparents. I always sit down with my grandma, my grandpa, and they always tell me how much of better times was back then. And then with a lot of hard thinking, I wanted to do a homage to them in the original six provinces. Today, there's 13, I believe. It's, it's like 15 because they it, recently changed it again because okay. it's Cuba. You know, they could do it. There, there's want. always. Yeah. So before the crazy regime, there was uh, six original and um, I do nice artwork, nice stories based on the six originals. And we're on we number four, it. which has come away. So, yeah, we did. Uh, you sent us a uh, you sent us the LHP, the La Habana, mm -hmm. and you sent us the Matanzas and La Villa. uh, Las Villas. And then uh, and then now we just shot with the come away. So. Really excited. I'm excited to see the box of the Kamaway. It's real nice. I'm excited about that. One. Other three boxes have been just, <laughs> I mean, amazing. They're definitely not shelf friendly, but they're definitely made for the consumer to take it home and display it. And yes. it's a beautiful art piece within itself. Exactly. It's an art piece. So I, I love the, I think it was the Matanzas with the like shutters. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was inspired by like the old balconies in Cuba and stuff like that. I went on Google Google Maps. I looked in that, you know, the, the Matanzas area. And then you just see these beautiful uh, uh, glass windows with the way the balcony opens. And I got inspired by that. The box guy wasn't too happy with me, but uh, sure. <laughs> but they came out all right. And so you uh, you have this local artist, Edin Gutierrez. Yes. You have him do all the artwork for the box. Yes, he's... Cuban comes in, he knows his history, he does a lot of research, we get together, and we try to map out the most that we can uh, to the identity of that province around that time. Yeah, we met, we met Edin when we first launched Cigar Snob in 2006. We launched it at uh, Cuba Nostalgia, which okay. is, a, is an event here that, that happens around the 20th of May. By FIU. At Bentamayo, yeah. yeah. And so we launched a magazine... Uh, at that event and he was exhibiting at that event and so and he liked cigars so he came by and we we talked i've known him that long so um always been a fan of his work the guy's super nice guy he's right? awesome him yeah, his wife they, they 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 do a lot of cool work for me man yeah no really really good stuff so so now you only make i mean this is a limited edition Right, La Se Provincias. Every yeah. one of them is a limited. Are they always the same, like a, a thousand boxes? Is that so? Yes. Uh, the first one we did was five hundred swing boxes, which was the nice though. The first one that we did, and then we did about five hundred little ten count boxes. The second edition we did about 
a thousand uh, regular boxes. It, it, it hit. It took off. Everybody wanted some more. The third one, which was La Villas, I just did. I believe it was a thousand of the uh, the the La Villa case, and then this one would just be five hundred. So, depending on the way the boxes, the artwork is, and the way everything is, is how we we live. But they're always very limited, either five hundred or a thousand boxes. So never to be made again. One. Of this one, it's 500 boxes. Yep. And then do you also do like packs that? Like no. Just, no, 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 no. It is what's the box. You, uh, you know, we sell it at the show. We always, um, you know, oversell, unfortunately, when we tell people, you know, we're not going to put them on back order and stuff like that. So at the show, within the first couple hours of day one, we sell out. Wow. And so no plans to grow that any more than that. No, like, that's I want to. Yeah, I want to keep it, you know, small. I want to keep it. A, a lot of our loungers are the ones that first get the product and keep it to its history, small, something nice, because the, the bigger it gets, the I, I, don't, I don't think the story gets told as as good. So only uh, so mainly your lounges, the Espinosa lounges. Yep. And so how many of those are there? In the country? We have, I believe, about 11 of them. 11. And so between those 11, they, they scoop it up and it's done? Whatever left over, we get, you know, friends and family, get a couple boxes here and there. Okay. So thank you for including us in that. No, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, and so if somebody's listening to this and is interested and wants to get in on this, what do you what do you recommend? Is there on your website? Do you yeah, like EspinosaCigars.com. We have a list there. Lounges, look them up, and then you can, you can call them. I believe a lot of them do shipping. They can ship it out to wherever you're at, um, and you can look them up, definitely. Cool. Or go on their social media pages. If, you know, they post them. If they have a lot of them, post, hey, I have X amount left or whatever it may be. If you get lucky and they do have some, definitely. Because usually they don't sell these as singles. A lot of people just buy the box. Yeah. They buy the box, take it home. The cigar is phenomenal. It speaks for itself. Well, I mean, so, listen, you, well, when you when you go back and listen to the show that we just recorded around <laughs> this, uh, you're going to, I mean, Jim and, and Ivan were blown away by it. It's just, it's a killer smoke. That's awesome. We tasted it with, uh, with a few tequilas. It's a, it really is. A, it's a killer smoke. You're right. It does speak for itself. So thank you, thank you. Big fans of that, of that series. I wish that it was more accessible so that people could, could get their hands on it. More people could get their hands on it, but, but you're right. It would, it would lose its essence if you did, uh, if you did open it up more. Right. And it'd be harder to make that good of a cigar yeah so when i first had the idea i wanted this crazy amazing good flavorful cigar and um i go to aj and i explained to him the blend that i wanted he, he wasn't giving it to me the rapper i wanted he wasn't giving it to me i had to like sit down with aj our team did and explain to him hey listen this is what the idea is and obviously aj being cuban he he understood it he liked the idea he liked the project and he says here i got this let's work with this this is beautiful and he understood that hey it's a small batch i'm not going to take up all your tobacco this isn't going to be a full production cigar he he understood and ever since then though the, the floodgates of getting this awesome 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 great tobacco has been a lot easier for us and that's why i keep it small to make sure that we can you know on the next one we can continue doing phenomenal six yeah and uh and so just for those who are probably wondering why is he talking about aj now so AJ is your manufacturing partner for this project. Correct. And, and many others also. And his Ocotal factory. Yep. Yep. And so so AJ makes uh, four Espinosa cigars. AJ makes the... 601s, 601s. Murcielagos, La Se Provencia. What else does he make? He makes the number one cigar of the year that you guys had in 2020. Yep. The Laranja Escuro. So he does a, couple, a lot of stuff for us. We haven't yet grown our own tobacco yet. That'll be our next. Uh, our that, next. That was my next question. It's like, what you know? Where right. do you guys go from here? Right? Because 
Espinoza as a brand has grown tremendously, especially in recent years. Right. We've done a lot in 10 years, man. It's yeah. been hard. Me, my dad, Hector, our core has has uh, has definitely put a lot of work in. Yeah. And that was my thing. Like, where do you go? How do you grow? Right. And so I guess the, the next logical step is to secure your own raw material. Right. right. And so you guys are working on that? Yeah, we're looking at it. It's just it's such a big, big, big investment in in uh, buying your land, buying your tobacco. And it's a decision that we that we've made that we going to do. It's just we're trying to make sure that it's the right one for us. Yeah. So right now we go out and we try to find the best tobacco that we can and buy large amounts of it to stay consistent and continue building that for years to come that blend when it comes to growing your own tobacco since it's the first one we got to make sure that tobacco comes out good the first one you know that blend is always going to stay consistent and that's that's the scare that we're at right now yeah that's a trick right it'll be the first time us doing it yeah i tell people all the time uh you know since i get to travel to all these cigar factories and cigar and tobacco farms and all that i see it up close and I, and I tell everyone when when, uh, when they want to talk cigars, it's like it's about how hard it is to make cigars. It's it's not that hard to make a good cigar. It's to be able to make it year after year. That's Consistent, hard. Consistent. You know? Yeah. I, I tell a lot of people, I've done the wine tours in California, Argentina. And when they go into explaining it, it's exactly like the, the, the tobacco process. If it rains a little bit more that year than the year before it did, yeah. that, that's not the same. Yeah. If the sun is out a little bit more, if the temperature dropped, if it's a little bit hotter, that's a natural God-made product. It is, there's, no, yep. there's no control over that. The, you know? the, uh, the benefit that the wine industry has is that they have the concept of vintages. So it's okay that, right. that the 2018 vintage was different than right. the 2017. And that's fine. And you celebrate the difference. Right. In cigars, no, you don't. You, you got to be spot out. on. Yep. We blend out the difference. So if the tobacco did get a lot of rain and now it's milder than it was last year, you have to blend up. Yep. Right. So you got to make sure that you use higher primings. That, 100%. You're yeah. dead on. Definitely. So yep. That's the that's the hard part. Right. Definitely. So, yeah, making a cigar once, no problem. That's easy. We can get anybody to do that. Right. But uh, it's it's year after year. That's an issue. So, so why don't we go back a little bit, to, to speaking of year after year. So when you started in the business, so everybody knows your dad, right? The alpha dog, absolutely. Uh, Shorty bro, everybody knows bro, Mister Eric Espinosa. Uh, yep. And uh, but then you came in what in 2012? You said. So I was in. Uh, I was going in and out of the his old warehouse uh, as a you know kid, summer school and stuff like that, packaging orders and stuff like that. But then officially into the industry, I started working at a cigar shop called Puros on 107 and right by FIU. From there, I went to George at Saboravana in Doral. And then um, I'm going to school, international business. I get a phone call from my dad and he says, listen, I want to do this on my own. I'm tired of making other people money. I need somebody I can trust. I need somebody to do it with me. So I left school and we started off with absolutely just basically selling bundles out of a warehouse. Wow. And then uh, he worked his way back on, on his 601 stuff. We started getting some inventory. I tell him, hey, there's no way that we can fully get this done without getting a factory. We go down to Nicaragua, we get Lozona, and uh, 10 years later, this is where we're at. And so what year was it that he made that he made that? 12, call? I believe, like yeah, early 20, in 12, yeah. So 2012, you were at FIU? No, no, I was in Miami-Dade. Miami-Dade. So you were studying at Miami-Dade, and he goes, dude, 
let's do this. Let's do it. Like you, what was your thought at that moment? Like, was that your dream come true or were you hesitant or like, what was it? What was going through your brain? I, I hated school. So I was, as long <laughs> as I have the, the, I have the blessing of one of my parents to say, yeah, you know, drop out. That's fucking great. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. My grand, I was always around cigars. You know, I've never, cigars was never a job. It was always around the domino table, hanging out with some friends. When it became a job, it was pretty cool. You know, traveling around the country in the beginning, traveling around the country, drinking, shaking hands, meeting yeah. new people for two, three years. That's cool. Then it gets a little bit, you know, heavy on you, but but it works. It's cool. It's a, it's a great job to have. No, yeah, I mean, great career to have. Most people would say that you're incredibly blessed. Yeah. Right. And so and and as am I, honestly, for having uh, for for being in this business and and making this this passion that we have, making a living from it. You it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you can. Something else like. It. Yep. Uh, it's not easy though, no. and that's the part that people don't get. It's the the amount of work that we put into it. Right. Um, you yeah. don't sleep in your bed every night. No. You know, <laughs> no. it's from flight to flight and hotel yeah, room literally, to hotel room. I'll be on. I'll be on a plane tomorrow morning. I, so should I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it goes. So uh, so I remember the uh, the first time that you you were in print in our magazine was at a at a. PC, uh, back then it was called IPCPR, IPCPR. right? Uh, the trade show, the annual trade show. You were making Cuban coffee. I was making the, the best Cuban coffee you of the trade show. The best Cuban coffee, but <laughs> we named you the runner-up to the best Cuban coffee. But, you know, you got beat out by the girls from Pro Cigar. Understood. Understood. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're always going to get us, right? Uh, that was pretty cool, man. I uh, That was the first your time. your picture showed up on it. Yeah, yeah. My name, everything, was, it was that was pretty cool. I was That was the first time I ever ended up on print, you know, and uh, I, I grabbed that. The I, I grabbed the uh, the cover of the magazine and took it to my local framer. I did it and I ha hung it up on my office, and that was cool, that, that's man. pretty cool. Cool. We're proud to be uh, to be hanging on your wall there. I think there's something else that's hanging on your wall now that's probably <laughs> taking precedent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, and so the the cigar of the year, right? Which is the the thing that's probably hanging more prominently. Um. So how was that? How was that when uh, when you guys? Like, give us the the play by play of as you guys are following the cigar of the year that we're announcing on our website. You guys are following it. I, I heard there were some bets going around about. Oh you know, man, you 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 don't understand the amount of stress that you cause yeah. <laughs> when this is happening, and it, it 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 was insane. And you know, I'm releasing five today, you know, three tomorrow, and then uh, number two, and then when when we saw that, it's it, it is. It's insane. It, it touches your heart as you have such mixed emotions. You know, you, you have a sense of gratification. You have a sense yeah. of, wow, this hard work paid off. You have a sense of, you know, we did it. We broke it. it there's not a lot of people that, that can say they, they've got that in this industry, you know, very, very small hand. And to be able to do that, it was huge. We cried. We laughed. We celebrated. It was, yeah, it was huge. And then the aftermath, aftermath behind that was just beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful scene. And Man, I thank I, you I and your family. Bumps. Yeah. I get goosebumps because it was, you know, it was one of those like that cigar that year. It was unbeatable. It really was. I mean, we take we take our top 25 thing really serious, as you as you know. And uh, and man, you know, so I get, we're tasting blind. But this one this one blend keeps coming up and it keeps coming up and it, you're putting it up against the top five. Right. When it gets down to that level of five. You're really trying to nail that number one, like which is the best one in this bunch, and uh, and so you're 
again and again and it's like oh my god this this whatever number i can't remember what number it was in our in our group that we were smoking and every day coming back taste it again i mean it's at that point in the process it's all hands on deck it's all five guys smoking at the same time in here in this room that we're in and um and it's the same five and it's like all right same five cigars same different mix up the order and again and the thing kept coming up number one we're like listen there's no need to keep going like this thing that's this awesome, is it man. and then when we unveil i get goosebumps because when when we unveiled it to ourselves what it was that we were smoking it was high fives all around the same like just like you guys were because we were so happy i mean you know, Espinosa in one way or another has been in Cigar Snob from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, we have. And so, you know, for us, it was really exciting that that uh, that you guys had produced a cigar of that quality, and and it stood up to everything. I mean, dude, it was it was up against some serious competition, and it just it took them all down. It was like I said, man. When when we flipped that issue, I, I don't know if I saw it. No, we saw it on. Was it online, yeah, online. that we saw? Yeah, yeah we yeah. saw it online. And it was, I don't think we, we, another order was packed that day. It was passing out drinks. It was everybody just celebrating. I ordered food and we just started drinking and celebrating Ooh, and man. calling anybody and everybody from the industry. Go on CigarSnob.com. Go check it out. This is awesome. I posted it and, and it, it was huge. It was, yeah, man. it was huge for my family, the people that, that, that are indirect with the business, out, not, not directly with the business, called everybody we knew. It was awesome. Yeah, man. And uh, all and the so, teachers, all my high school teachers said I wouldn't amount to nothing. You know, big <laughs> F you. There you go. <laughs> I love loved that. it. I love that. So and and that cigar is still rocking. Right. Oh, like, definitely. When I go to stores now, I see the other sizes, but that Toro size. You caused a major back order issue, you know, <laughs> so thank you. Not thank you, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. So uh, so then. The other thing that you guys do that that a lot of people get into is La Zona Palooza. Yep. That's like this unique cigar event that you guys put on because there's a lot of cigar events. That That's a uh, a beautiful disaster that we like to call it in our office. So yeah. I think it was five, six years ago, my dad says he wants to throw a party. And we're like, okay, what type of party? He goes, I want to invite everybody that posts our cigars. I'm on like, social media. On social media, yeah. right? And we're like, what do you mean? And he goes into detail, his idea, you know, we tweak some stuff. Then we had a couple spies on social media and looking at the hashtags that we use and stuff like that. So we decided to invite, I think it was like 60 people, the first one, 60 to about 80 people. The first one flammed onto Miami. We take care of your food, your smokes, your drinks and all that. And for three days, we just talk about Espinosa Cigars, what we're doing new, what's old, um, how, how to take over social media, how to help us out in social media. And it has become for six years now, I think it is, it grows and grows and grows. And the only way you can get invited to go to Salazona Palooza is if you post a lot of Espinosa cigars. So this isn't the brand owners. This isn't the store owners. These are just regular guys that go home yep. and want to you know, buy Esp Espinosa cigars, chilling, smoking, drinking, and they post our cigar. That's how you get an invite. Do they have to, Do they, they obviously have to tag you so you know. Right. And so is there any other tag? That we they do Espinosa every day. We look at that one a lot. Lozona Palooza, we look a lot at. So and then you tag, you know, at Lozona or you tag one of the us and we continue. And we have like little check mark thing that we start tallying everybody that posts. Oh, cool, man. So and so if somebody's listening to this right now, they can go out, get themselves an Espinosa cigar, take a picture of it and they're in the running. Yeah. Post it on Facebook, Espinosa Cigars, Espinosa every day. Well, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. And you start tallying up your posts and you might have an op opportunity to come down to Miami, hang out with us, all smoke new stuff, get limited stuff and have a great time. And you still 
uh, you still cover all their costs? So they take care of their flight, their hotel. We do everything else. All their food, all their drinks, all their cigars, everything else. They come down here. And how many people, let's say, how many people were in last year's? Last year got a little too crazy. <laughs> so last year, so the year before that, we canceled it because of COVID. And then everybody said, F this, I'm coming out. And then we had about 140 people. And what's a cool experience is that we do it at our office. We do it at our warehouse, you yeah. know, in the middle of Lozona Palooza. My dad doing the speech of the new cigar. I'm, I'm on a forklift taking down pallets, yeah. you know, from UPS, bringing it in and on the side wall and, and having to do and having to work a little bit during our party. So you're at you're at our home, you're at our warehouse and, and you're, you're seeing it, you know. That's so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, the we we cover it every year. And yeah, we have seen it get like crazier and crazier and crazier. Yeah. So that's exciting. I mean, we when I say we cover it, we use we use JB's recently, right? JB right. takes pictures. Yep. Um, cuz it, it's something always happens around when you guys do La Zona. I don't know, we're always out of town or just something happens. Right. It it happens at like I think it's somebody's birthday or something in my family that we're not available. That's something cool. always happens. But uh, yeah, JB always comes through iconic smokers and he comes through. He always JB's does a lot of great. a lot of photography for us and he does a lot of great work. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's I've seen him. Uh, I've seen I've seen his growth in the, in the cigar business. Really good guy. Big time. Yeah. And his uh, his work continues to improve and improve. So, yeah, excited that uh, that he's a part of that. And now he's like at every event that I go to. I don't know how he does. it. I don't know how he does. He doesn't sleep. Yeah, man. He doesn't sleep. I don't. I have no idea how he does it. You call him up, hey JB. I need help with this. Boom, he's there. Yeah, ready to go. He, he's a he's a good dude, man. Really good dude and works his tail off. So, uh, so tell me about this. So, you are you're a sports fan. You're a Hurricanes fan. You're season ticket holder for the Canes. I was. I was before my my baby. I'm a I'm a father now. She's about almost about two months. Ella. I know. So, my favorite thing about Ella. This is selfish, but my mom's name is Ella. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. know that. that's awesome. But uh, but no man, congrats. We've we've done all the congratulatory stuff already, but yeah. we'll do it here on the air as well. Again, congratulations. Thank man. you, thank you. So she's a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. I was a big uh, Sundays. I like to stay home, so I used to have season tickets for the Dolphins, and then Sundays it was just too hard. I wanted to stay home and chill and relax. But then my wife works for University of Miami, so we got a crazy discount for the Hurricane games. So I buy the uh, I buy season tickets for the Hurricanes. Start going to the couple games, and then a funny story was uh, I don't know if your listeners know on uh, there was a cat that was falling from the top deck. Yeah, of... it, was, it was crazy. I remember I remember the moment. So in the middle of the game, there's a cat on the upper deck, and it's somehow hanging. Somehow hanging with one paw. It goes from two paws, one paw, four fingers, three fingers, yeah. two fingers, and anticipation. Then... So. 30 seconds before that moment happened, I tell my wife, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. You want something to drink? You want something to eat? You know, I go to the bathroom. I do my business. I come out. I got two beers. And my wife goes crazy. You missed it. You missed it. The cat, the cat, it fell right here. Oh, my God, you missed it. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? And, and then all the Cuban people, like, Gado, Gado, we vio. <laughs> the cat lives. And I'm like completely oblivious to what's going yeah. on. So whatever. I don't believe my wife. Nothing, whatever. We, we get home i turn on espn and there's my wife all over espn they're trying to catch a cat that's falling right in our seats <laughs> so and crazy. i missed it <laughs> and he like landed like in your seat it, it, it landed like one seat in front of us that's crazy man. so it was it's crazy they had like a big flag they're trying to catch it and stuff like that it was that was a cool stuff moment that to miss. happens at hurricanes game <laughs> so anyway uh thank you again my brother thank you for for your friendship for 
all the support that you guys give us for making great cigars and for coming down today. No, thank you, man. Thank you for everything you do for our industry and our family. And this is awesome, man. Thank you. No, man, it's our pleasure. So, all right. So again, Espinosa Cigars on all the social medias. Yep. Espinosa Cigars, Facebook, Instagram, whatever out there, Twitter. Do you want people following you specifically? Go ahead. Yeah, it's Eric underscore junior on Instagram. Eric with a K. Eric with a K. E-R-I-K. Spelled the right way. (laughs) The right way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, my brother. Thank you again. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. I'll tell you what, anytime you can talk to the guy who makes the cigar and talk about the origins and sort of the, you know, the, the thought process behind it is fascinating stuff. And he's such a cool guy. He's the... He's going to be in the industry for a long time with yeah, us. And, really good and, dude. And uh, and a new father, too. And a yeah, new dad. Yeah. Yep, yep. So we smoke these cigars for the baby. For That's the baby. Right. Congratulations. Uh, hopefully everyone's doing well. So our thanks to Eric Espinosa Jr. and the, the, the Seis Provincias. Is, I'm, Fantastic it, cigar, right? Yeah. I, I'm in love with it. Yep. You, you better watch out. You, you, might have, you might be missing a couple. Of yeah. Hey, at, well. at, the, at the end of this day with the sticky finger. Have at it, buddy. All right. So. We're wrapping things up here on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. So, as we always do, the things or the thing that we learned today. Jim, you should start. I should start? You should start today. Well, I will say this. For a person who doesn't drink tequila, I enjoyed myself today. I I, I found actually a couple tequilas that I think I'm going to uh, pursue. We're going to get ourselves tequila ready. Especially I, as football season approaches. I still haven't wrapped myself around like when you say you I'm not a tequila around, guy. Huh? I'm not a tequila guy. Especially what? if you're you're a George Clooney guy. <laughs> yeah, well that, you just well, stole my thunder. That is the only thing I've learned today. What, is right? that Jim is <laughs> a George Clooney guy? I mean, I'm also not a space guy, so I didn't see the space movie he made. So, you know. But I will say this. And the fact- Interstellar? Hmm? You yeah. lost me. That's yeah. a- <laughs> But I will say this. The fact that our boy Eric used the word nebulous. 
Oh, I used nebulous. I did. Tremendo vocabulario. Where did I go with that? I don't even know when I said it. Et, uh, tequila is See? again completely sure. the real show. <laughs> to, to quote, to quote our Enigo Montoya, I think you're using a word that you don't know what it means. Yes, at least I, you I, killed I, my father. Prepared to die. <laughs> prepared to die. That's the only <laughs> That's line the only I know thing. from Enigo Montoya. Meanwhile, I'll have a little sip of tequila for you guys. Right? Oh, right, so, Ivan. What did you learn today? I mean, with this Don Aníbal, I thought that uh, the silver can oh, outperform uh, an añejo. Yeah, you yeah. know, this, I, I learned a lot. Extra Whoop. was was amazing. Oh, we did that off camera. That, so was, our, that was off mic. Off uh, mic, we did. Oh, so you know what I did learn though? I did learn that Jim is the consummate professional. That's right. Honestly, because he's not a tequila guy, and he has been. Thank you. Just for, for pushing toughen through. Toughen it out. The things that With we the do. Face, make it faces, but toughen it out. I, I I will say this. My poker face is gone. When it, You, you want to beat me at poker? Hey, we're going to have tequila at the poker game. Oh, buddy. <laughs> what am I going to do with these four races? <laughs> what, what should I do? They're all the same. <laughs> They're all the you same. Need, you need four fresh cards. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> That's what I learned, man. Jim is a pro's pro. Yep. That's it. With a capital yep. P. <laughs> capital P. <laughs> Also, I hope that you guys learned that uh, Cinco de Mayo is not. I did learn that. Oh, you probably yes, learned thank you. the battle thank you. of Puebla. Puebla. All right. And then El Grito de la Independencia. That's Mexican ah, Independence. Uh, and what date is that? Well, it's, I don't know for sure, but I, but I know September. <laughs> it is nebulous. I, 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 I know September 17th is the Canelo fight, and that's what we're going to do around that. <laughs> All right. So, so I will be in Vegas, hopefully, with our friends. Uh, uh, Felipe de Jesus and other uh, Mexicans to Just Felix. Some... <laughs> it's Felix. He goes by Felix. What did but I say? It's okay. It's, a, it's fine. I call him Felipe. You did. Yeah. Well, it's, it's okay. It's it's like I call John Daniels because we're friends. So yep. I, I call him John. All right. All right. There you go. Cool. Felipe. I'm going to say, hey, Felipe, what's up? Nope. You know, that actually reminds me. I had, I had a buddy. Uh, uh, my, my, my Here buddy, we go. My buddy, Scott Lodge, right? He lives <laughs> in Connecticut. Shout out to Scott. He's got a brother. And he introduced me. So I'd be like, Tom, what's going on? And Tom... Really, never really paid much attention to me, and this went on for years. And one day we we're having some tequila, and I said, "Scott, listen, can I tell you something?" He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "What's up with your brother Tom?" You know, I say hello to him, and he just kind of looks at me and he blows Shrugs me, me off. And he goes, "Yeah, because his name is Tim, you asshole." <laughs> <laughs> it was close. I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll come on, two out of three ain't bad." I'll, I'll drink to that. All right. Hey, if you love this show, give us five stars. Write a review; it definitely helps. And also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. You guys were just doing another mailbag. We did, we did. We we do these things all that we we nonstop getting mail here. Good amount of content up there. You may dig, enjoy, participate, have fun. Yep. And let us know what's going on. So listen, I had a blast, boys. And of course, Nat G, our intrepid executive producer. Nat G. Nat G behind the scenes. Thank you, Nat. I'm sorry that you weren't drinking tequila, but I'm pretty sure when we turn off the mics, you will imbibe. That's the what the post-meeting is all about. Yes. So we'll, we have to get to the post-meeting. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. It's the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.